Hey, well, welcome to another episode of the Fuel for Your Faith podcast. This is episode number five, and I personally just want to say thank you for tuning in today to episode number five of the Fuel for Your Faith podcast. Whether you're listening right now on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, just want to say thank you for tuning in today. And like I said, this is episode number five, and you can expect a brand new episode to come out every single Monday at 7 a.m. Central standard time on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and on SoundCloud. And so if you haven't subscribed or followed this podcast, I want to encourage you to do that today. Subscribe on Spotify, follow on Spotify, subscribe or follow on Apple Podcasts, how, however it is. But I, but I just want to encourage you on whatever platform that you're listening to this podcast on, man, I just want to encourage you to subscribe and follow this podcast. And listen, here's the last thing that I really want to push you to do, if you could leave us a review on both Spotify and all, and uh, Apple Podcasts, that'll help us greatly to be able to get more and more people to listen to this podcast. But hey, again, welcome to episode number five. Today, I want to talk to you about a couple of verses, one found in Galatians, one found in 2 Timothy, and then one found in Titus. And here's what I want to talk to you about today. The title of this episode is Don't Look Out the Rearview Mirror. Don't look out the rear view mirror. Don't look out the rear view mirror. And we're going to be in those uh, verses that I gave you today. Galatians chapter number one, verse number one. 2 Timothy chapter number one, verse number one. And then Titus chapter number one, verses number one through three. And let me tell you why I titled today's episode that. And I'm telling you this from personal experience. Don't judge me, okay? Pray for me. Uh, don't be quick to be like, oh my God, I can't believe Alex would do that. Listen, listen, I've lived and I learned. Amen. Uh, but listen, I remember a few days ago, me and Gabby, we were driving somewhere and I was driving a little bit faster than the usual. Amen. Uh, don't judge me. Pray for me. And as we were driving somewhere, uh, I decided to come to a stop because there were several cars in front of me, like, you know, any normal person does. They decide uh, to come to a stop because they don't want to provoke a car crash and endanger their life or someone else's life. Amen. Uh, well, I was coming to a stop as I was driving somewhere and before before I even came to a complete stop, I decided to look out at my rearview mirror and I saw that there was an 18-wheeler coming extremely fast behind me. So I didn't decide to scream or worry Gabby or do anything, but deep down inside, I started to worry. I started to kind of get a little bit nervous. Fears started to kind of take control. And as I was looking at the rear view mirror, I was forgetting to look at what was in front of me, that there were cars that were already at a stop. And although I was coming slow, I was still coming because I didn't break completely because my eyes were on what was behind me through the rear view mirror rather than what was in front of me. And as that was happening, thank God, I was able to jump back into what was in front of me. I was able to break completely. I took my eyes off of the rear view mirror and I noticed a couple of seconds, like a couple of seconds later that nothing happened. 
The 18-wheeler behind me was was able to stop as well. I was able to stop and not get into a car crash or provoke a car crash. And right after that happened, I decided to be able to share with you from that experience about not looking at the rear view mirror. Because can I because if I could really encourage you about anything and let you know about anything is this. Many people live their life looking at the rear view mirror. Listen, listen, here's what I mean by that. Many people cannot move forward in life because they are stuck looking at the rear view mirror and looking at their past and looking at what they did before and looking at what they said a couple of weeks ago and looking at what they did a couple of days ago or a couple of hours ago or a couple of years ago. And because their eyes are fixed on the rear view mirror, they end up taking off of their eyes off of what's in front of them and they end up coming to a crash. They end up crashing in their dreams. They end up crashing in their vision. They end up never seeing the totality of their destiny that God has given them. Why? Because their eyes were more fixed on what was behind them and what was behind them provoked fear, provoked worry, provoke nerves. And because of that, they never got concentrated at looking at what was in front of them and what God was calling them to do. And my encouragement to you on this episode is this, don't look out the rearview mirror. Stop looking at your past. Stop looking at what you used to do. Stop looking at what's behind you. Stop looking at what could happen, what might happen. You you know how many people live their lives like that? Many people wake up in the morning and the first thing they think about is what could happen. Well, what if I get into a car crash today? Well, what if I don't make it to work on time? Well, what if this? What if that? Could this? Could that? Should this? Should that? Instead of waking up and saying, man, God, I'm going to get to wherever you called me to be because if you be for me, who dare be against me? Friend, if I could really just remind you about anything, let me just remind you about this. You don't have time to look at the rearview mirror. You don't have time to, to, to spend just fixated on the rearview mirror. You don't have time to spend focused at what was before. You don't have time to spend focusing on what was. You should be spending your time on what's in front of you. If you're a husband, if you're a wife, you should be spending the majority of your time uh, investing into your marriage or investing into to your children, if you have children, if you work at a job, you shouldn't be spending your time looking at what was or what could have been or what should have been. You should be spending all of your time investing it into where you are and how you can get better and how things can get better. Friend, don't look at the rear view mirror again. I pray that over you right now in the name of Jesus, that from here on out, starting in 2000, 2024, you will never look out the rear view mirror again. Watch what Galatians chapter number one, verse number one says. It says, this letter is from Paul, an apostle. I was not appointed by any group of people or any human authority, but by Jesus Christ himself and by God, the father who raised Jesus 
from the dead. 2 Timothy chapter number 1, verse 1. This letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Jesus Christ. I have been sent out to tell others about the life he has promised through faith in Christ Jesus. Last few verses, Titus chapter number 1, verses number 1 through 3. This letter is from Paul, a slave of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ. I have been sent to proclaim faith to those God has chosen and to teach them to know the truth that shows them how to live godly lives. Verse 2, this truth gives them confidence that they have eternal life which God, who does not lie, promised them before the world began. Verse 3, and now at just the right time, he has revealed this message which we announce to everyone. It is by the command of God our Savior that I have been entrusted with this work for Him. Why did I just read you those verses? I read you those verses to be able to get you to capture this, that if anybody could have spent their life looking at the rearview mirror, if anybody could have done it, it could have been Paul. It should have been Paul. If you don't know a lot about the Bible, then let me tell you this. Paul had a very, very long track record. He was not somebody who was ideal to be an apostle. He was somebody who was an extremely religious Pharisee. So religious, in fact, that he did everything in his power to be able to stop the spreading of the gospel. The Bible says that he asked for letters to be able to go to cities and be able to get husbands and wives and children out of their houses, arrested, sent back to where he was coming from so that they could be tried for following and spreading the gospel. If you don't know this about Paul, before he was named Paul, he was named Saul. And Saul was at the stoning of Stephen. Stephen was a man of God, an evangelist, someone who was clothed with power and could preach the gospel. And when they martyred him, when they killed him, Paul was there and he said no single thing. He was in agreement to what the people were doing, killing an innocent man just because this man was spreading the gospel. If anybody should have spent their life looking at their past, looking at their rearview mirror, it should have been Paul. But if you notice, every single one of these verses, when Paul starts off these letters, he doesn't start off by saying who he used to be. No, no, no. He starts off by saying who he is. I'm an apostle. This letter is from Paul, an apostle. This letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus. This letter is from Paul, a slave of God and an, and an apostle of Jesus Christ. You see, he started off these letters not talking about who he used to be. He started off these letters talking about who he is. I used to be this, yes, but now I'm an apostle. And this is who is writing to you. You see, he made a decision to not spend the rest of his life looking out at the rearview mirror. He made a decision to spend the rest of his life looking at what was in front of him as an apostle. You see, the Bible says that 
Paul went to get letters to be able to go and arrest these people who were spreading the gospels. And isn't it funny that later on, God would transform his life to again, now write letters for the furthering of the gospel. Listen, friend, that is how God works. And when you decide to not look at who you used to be, then you open up a window so that God can be able to use you to do what he created you to do. I'm telling you today, stop looking at your past. Stop being focused on looking out at the rearview mirror. Instead, put your focus on what is in front of you. Listen, maybe you made a mistake a few weeks ago. Maybe you made a mistake a few years ago. Maybe you made a mistake a few minutes ago. Whatever it could be, put it in the past. Put it behind you. Move forward. Can I encourage you with something? And I feel this from God to tell you, move on. Move on. Move on from that disappointment. Move on from that slip up. Move on from that mistake. The Bible says, though the righteous may fall, he stands back up. Move on. Stand up and move on. Listen, I'm not telling you that what you did was good. Listen, maybe you did make a mistake, but listen, God in heaven looks at you and he gives you grace to get up and move on. On today, God wants to give you the grace to stand up again, to move on, to move forward. But you got to make a decision to put your focus on what is in front of you, not on what's behind you. Have you noticed? That's why the rear view mirror is so small. And that's why the windshield in front of you is so big, because your focus is supposed to be more on what's in front of you and less on what's behind you. Listen, we only have rear view mirrors in our car just so that we could be able to be aware of our surroundings, but we have a windshield in front of us so that we could be able to know where we are going. Friend, put your focus on what's in front of you and take your focus off the rear view mirror. Stop looking at the rear view mirror because it's because of you doing that, that you live in fear. It's because of you doing that, that you live with this anxiety. It's because of you doing that, that you live with that shame or with that guilt. Friend, I'm telling you today, make a decision, make a decision to stop looking at the rearview mirror and start looking out at what's in front of you. I'm telling you, what's in front of you is better than what's behind you. I'm telling you, your future is bright. I'm telling you, the best is yet to come, but put your focus on that and take your eyes off of what's behind you. The Bible says, put your eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. Listen, keep your focus on God. Put prayer as a priority. Make it a habit to be at church every single weekend, but make sure that your focus is on Jesus. He's the one who's writing your story. He's the one who's perfecting you. He's the one that's making you stronger, making you wiser, making you better, but you got to put your eyes on him. Take your eyes off of who you used to be. Take your eyes off of what you used to say, what you used to do. Stop looking at the rearview mirror and make a decision today to look out at the windshield in front of you and look out at what is to come.
The best is yet to come. I pray that over you right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray right now over all of my friends. God, give them the strength to stop looking at their past and give them today the zeal. Give them today the grace to be able to look at what's to come. I declare over them right now in the name of Jesus, the best is yet to come in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're listening to this right now and you're not at peace with God, I do this every single episode, but I want to give you an opportunity for you to be able to make peace with God. And all you got to do to be able to do that is say this prayer of salvation with me. So repeat after me. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me of my sins. I give you my life. Cover me with your grace, surround me with your favor, and fill me with your spirit for now and forevermore in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey, well, if you prayed that prayer of salvation with me today, I'm so proud of you. Thank you for tuning in to episode number five of the Fuel for Your Faith podcast. Listen, if you said that prayer, I want to encourage you with this. You are now saved and your life will never be the same again for the better. Listen, now God's spirit lives on the inside of you and now his spirit is going to guide you and direct you as to what you should do and where you should go. So man, just want to say I love you very, very much. Me and Gabby are praying over you and as well as everybody else who's listening to this right now. Gabby and I, we love you very, very much. Thank you for tuning in to episode number five. And hey, I want to encourage you, man, share this episode with someone you love. I want to encourage you to get the link off of this episode and send it in your group chat so that more and more people could be able to hear this message and be encouraged and have their faith fueled by the word of God. But hey, I love you. I appreciate you. Can't wait to be able to see you next week for episode number six of the Fuel for Your Faith podcast. So until then, I love you. God bless you. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.